0: Uh, hi, yes. I would like to have one Big Mac. I'm sorry, sir, we're out of Big Macs today. Is there something else I can get you? Wow, you're out of Big Macs. Um, this is McDonald's, wow. Uh, okay, uh, no big deal. Uh, just give me, ooh, a basket of fries. I'd like to have a basket of fries. Sir, Can I? something else that I can get you? Wow. Uh, man, I'm really hungry. I would love to eat. No French fries at a McDonald's. Okay. Um, all right, the fryer's down. I'll tell you what, uh, just give me an, a hot apple pie. One hot, one hot apple pie, please. Sorry. Oh uh, our apple pie shipment did not come in this week. We are you kidding me? We are expecting me? to have it next week, but today we do not have hot apple pie. Is there something else I can get you? Uh well, I'm super hungry. Um, you know what? I'm just gonna have uh, a premium salad, and I'll have, uh. Um, the chicken. Well, make the fryers down. Um, I'll have that one premium salad. And, uh, do you have any of the the super hard cookies? Uh, if so, I'd like to have the bag of cookies that comes in the Happy Meal. And that's and a water. Wah, wah, from the studio in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt. That's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt. Texas, it wasn't close. West Virginia lost by 15. That's generous. You look at the box score, hey, 15-point loss. Don't have your leading score. Not bad. This was bad, right? But can't read too much into it because Taz, not in the game, didn't make the trip. Gabe Osoboyan, not in the game, didn't make the trip. Kobe Johnson, not in the game, didn't make the trip. We've seen this. We've been on the other side of this. UConn came to Morgantown, didn't have their two best guys. That was actually a close game. (laughs) So that's one difference there uh, between that game and this game versus a really good Texas team. I mean, I don't know if West Virginia wins this game with those guys in the lineup. A lot of headwinds, right? Too long of a layoff going on the road. West Virginia has not won their Big 12 road opener since Javon Carter's senior year. And so you add in the three guys out of the lineup and Texas not having an off day, and that's that's it. I mean, the let's be clear. Texas had it up to 28 at one point in the second half. This game was out of hand. And is this going to be the only game WVU experiences for the rest of the year where the game's out of hand on the road? Nope, I'm sorry. That's probably going to happen again. This is not a one-off, even with, even with WVU at full strength. I mean, Texas, give credit to them, locked in on defense. Chris Beard, good coach. They, they face-guarded Sean McNeil. They dared anybody else to beat them, and we couldn't do it. And they sped WVU up. On their passes, WVU turned the ball over 20 times a day. Some were just straight up bad passes because we're not a good passing team. But some were forced by Texas's defense, some rushed passes, kind of, you know, having trouble getting the ball in bounds, passes, like just, just rough looking stuff. My man Poly Polycap, not his best performance today. Uh, and Texas's guards are really good. Courtney Ramey been there forever. Started the game hot, making open shots. That's it's not a good look for WVU for anybody to be left wide open. That guy who can who can make contested threes, and then you're just giving them wide open shots. Uh, Jones been there forever. He was solid. He made his threes, and then the guy they got from Minnesota, he was explosive and. Teddy Allen's brother was running out there, (laughs) was running around. It's a small world, Teddy Allen's brother, causing WVU some heartburn. And another weird thing, kind of in the peripheral, had no effect on the game. Remember the guy last year who played for Texas Tech who actually looked like the Red Raider? That dude came with Chris Beard to Austin. And he got in towards the end of the game. But it really looked like, since Texas Tech had nothing to do with this game, it looked like Texas was holding Texas Tech's mascot hostage, <laughs> which is absolutely not true. The guy went to join Chris Beard at Texas, uh, his free will. You know, he was there, he was not forced to be there but it just looked like that right Sean McNeil because of Taz not being there he played 40 minutes a day for for West Virginia to have any chance even if other guys stepped up Sean McNeil was going to have to make tough shots and he couldn't make them today he got he got a few shots to go in but some of the tough shots that he's been making he did not do that today Malik Curry second game in the row second game in a row where he got his when the game was out of hand like Malik Curry got on fire when there wasn't a question of what the result was going to be so he'd scored 14 points all in the second half after Texas had built the lead up to 25 then it was Malik Curry time and I don't want to call those points empty calories, but I also don't not want to call those empty calories. The good thing, the one thing I did see that I like from Malik Curry is that, and I noticed this in, in the last game as well, he's changed his free throw routine. He's still going behind the back, but instead of going right from behind the back to going into a shot, He's taken a couple of dribbles, kind of positioning the ball. So a nice little one, Mississippi, before he's he's taking it up, and he made all of his free throws today. So I think that's a good sign that can help in future games. Again, I don't I don't know what the complaint is if the guy's scoring. It just, um, you know, I don't know. I don't want to sound critical here, but it would make the shots when the outcome is in question. (laughs) Get 14 when it counts, is what I'm saying. If I had a preference, and Malik Curry probably have his preference too, if you're going to make 14 points, do you want to make them when you're... when the game is close? Do you want to make them when you're up 30? Or do you want to make them when you're down 25? And... In the last two games, West Virginia up 30, Malik Curry started being very aggressive. West Virginia down 25 today, Malik Curry very aggressive. And in the first half, no points from Malik Curry. So I'm not picking on Malik Curry. I'm saying his name a lot. Just keeping an eye on that. Empty calorie points. I think all three of the fifth-year transfer guys – It's going to be some even more acclimation into what the Big 12 is like. And it just wasn't in the cards today for the Mountaineers. And that's okay. Let's be clear. That's okay to lose a game on the road against a top-20 team. That's okay. Long season. The bright spots for today, besides Malik Curry making free throws, you know, without Gabe, West Virginia was net even in rebounds. I feel like the rebounding, not so much offensive rebounding that that hasn't been bad all year, but the keeping the other team from killing us on offensive rebounds. I feel like West Virginia is getting that figured out, and it's great to to even out with the other team without one of your best rebounders in Gabe, So that I like that. I feel like uh, Isaiah Cottrell, his defense was pretty solid today. Like he's, this is weird to say, but he's playing like he's almost seven foot and altering shots. He had three blocks a day. He got six rebounds. I know he's, he can do things from the perimeter, but it's nice to see our 6'11 guy against good competition, like getting getting dirty down low. I like that. And the offense is going to come along. But the defense, I really liked what I saw from Cottrell today. And as far as overall performance, speaking of coming along, uh, West Virginia's own Jalen Bridges like most aggressive Jalen bridges game of the season. And sure. Taz is out one less person to defer to like he was looking for his and he had 18 points. A lot of those when the game could have went <laughs> either way, that short time frame where it could have went either way. Like he was aggressive from the jump. Uh, 3 steals, 6 rebounds. Like he was looking for a shot, 4 of 7 from 3. Second half. It was out of hand already, but you can't deny when he got the ball on the fast break and dunked it over two guys, kind of the Oh, is this going to be a dunk? And he dunked it with two hands. And then on his way on, the, <laughs> on his way back down, he was pantomiming. I don't know what this means. Jalen the Bridges could speak to what he was doing, but he was making a hand motion like he was stuffing the trash down in the trash can so he didn't have to take the trash out. Guys, we've all been there, right? <laughs> it's time to take the trash out, but what if I push the trash down? That's going to make some more room now I don't have to take the trash out. I don't know if that's exactly what Jalen Bridges was doing. The ref didn't like it, called a technical foul on him. Seemed like a bit much. Uh, But I think there's room for Jalen Bridges to play like he played today without Taz Sherman on offense. He was more aggressive, and it still didn't feel like he was forcing shots. Like he took 11 shots. I don't know how many of those were forced or out out of the offense. Taz could be on the floor and he and Jalen Bridges can take 11 shots. And I liked all the shots. I did not wince once at his shot selection. And so when Taz comes back, whenever he comes back, uh, what Texas's plan was for Sean McNeil, they're going to do that to Taz Sherman. They're going to try to do that with Sean McNeil. And so it's just an opportunity like Bridges – will have opportunities to do what he did today to help the team win. So you could point, hopefully we can either point back to this game or we can point back to him changing his hair or go back to the pepperoni roll commercial. Whatever the turnaround is, hopefully we can look back and say, early in the season, Jalen Bridges, not aggressive, deferring too much, right around the new year, For whatever reason, he became aggressive and really helped his team on both sides of the ball. So no TCU game on Monday, pandemic. So hopefully the three guys that weren't available today feel better. And then for basketball purposes, hopefully available for the next game on Saturday. They may lose by double digits again in conference. I I don't want I don't want that to happen, but let's not think even shorthanded or e- having everybody available. This league is very difficult. And let's not read too much into it, other than that's what it is. Random thoughts coming up. Hey hockey fans. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that'll make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. Like the NHL got rid of ties, so somebody's going to score, and if they score you win $100 in free bets. Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet. No worries. Everybody can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Got a great NBA update. Not one, not two, but now three Mountaineer alumni have gotten game time this season in the NBA. Count them. Three. You know two of them. Javon Carter, still in the rotation for Brooklyn, getting spot minutes. Deuce McBride. He got his first start versus the Thunder this week. So Deuce not only get minutes, gets his first start in his rookie season as a New York Knicks. And then let's add Jay Sean Page to the list. Jay Sean Page has been in the G League this season. He got the call up because pandemic, it doesn't matter. Joins the Detroit Pistons, got in the game today versus the Spurs. So that's three guys from WBU that have logged minutes in the NBA in one season. I was thinking about it. Like, I'm an older man. Has that ever happened in my lifetime? <laughs> and the answer is it's never happened since 1980. There have not been three WVU guys in one NBA season that have gotten game time. The closest was 2013, Devin E. Banks for the Lakers and Kevin Jones for Cleveland. Those guys were in the same season. Of course, prior to today, it was Javon Carter and Deuce McBride. But now we have three. What a time to be alive. It's so great. Like, I don't know how many <laughs> how many WVU fans are gonna become Detroit Piston fans because of Jay Sean Page. But now we went from, you know, whichever team Javon Carter's on. WVU fans are gonna root for that team. So now we've got choices. <laughs> yeah, two of the three are in New York, but still, it's uh what a great time to be alive. Also, notice this at the end of the game today, under this idea of sportsmanship, right? Like Chris Beard got some guys in very late in the game because the, the game was out of hand, it's a 15-point game. Texas has the ball. They get it past half court. And there's, like, no, there's there's nothing that's going to happen in those 10 seconds that's going to affect the outcome of the game. But nine of the 10 guys that, that could be playing basketball with so much time left, Left the court. like they They were ready to get into the handshake line to be done with the game. And so you have a dude from Texas on the court literally by himself dribbling off 10 seconds. And he didn't shoot the ball. Didn't even think about it. But let me ask you. And it doesn't matter what the score is. If you're the only person on the court and you have the ball. Are you not even tempted just a little bit to, to make a layup (laughs) or at least shoot the ball from almost half court? Like would, would your mind be like, when I'm wide open, I know, I know, I know, sportsmanship, but also you're wide open. (laughs) And yes, if that dude from Texas would have went in and dunked the ball and did like a flex or something, then Huggins would have called timeout and uh, there could have been, it could have been like Mortal Kombat, right? it would not have went over well. And I'm not saying that guy should have done it, but I'm just, as a person, you don't have any defense in front of you. You don't have anybody to pass it to. I'm just saying it it, it would at least go through your mind. I (laughs) could. What's the harm in me shooting it from, if I make it from, from 35 feet? What's the big deal? They're still doing good sportsmanship. I could have dunked it or made or shot a shot of layup. No, not me. I could not have made a dunk, but I could get a layup in with ten seconds left from half court. Why can't you just play it out with, like, the guys at the end of the bench and just keep playing basketball? That's it. I feel like I'm. I'm a. Oh, that's an old man take. Speaking of old. How old I am. That feels like an old man take, but uh the whole everybody leaves. And they do it in football too. You know, they start doing the handshakes and stuff with time left. But like the game's not happening. Like they don't they don't have to line up. You know? In that like the last rundown of the seconds basketball you don't have that like it, the game is live <laughs> so I don't know I don't know just get off my lawn final thoughts coming up interact with the show that just means interact with me on social media On Twitter, at I'm Josh Witt. On Instagram, at UnreasonableDoubtWV. On the Facebook, at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Or just type it in the search bar. Interact! Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. The next game for WVU is Saturday, January 8th, 2 p.m. in Morgantown. Versus the Kansas State Wildcats. The game will be on ESPN+. Plus. I'm going to be in the Coliseum for this one. I've always wanted to hear Bruce Weber scream a lot in person, and I'm finally getting that opportunity on Saturday. Knock on wood. Who knows? But Kansas State, they are probably projected to be last place in the conference, and they're good. Like, they are not a bad team. Kansas State tied with Oklahoma at Oklahoma today with one minute left, ended up losing by two. You know, Kansas State, like, it's, you may not know the guys, but they're good at defense. Bruce Weber's teams are always good at defense. They've had four losses this year or this season, all were single digits, so they have not been blown out. They played Illinois tough. They played Marquette tough, Oklahoma tough, like no bad losses. And they've added a 6'9 guy from Wake Forest that makes threes. So that's a nice wrinkle. And Mike McGurl, that guy's still at Kansas State. Like I feel like he was recruited by Bob Huggins. Yeah. <laughs> To come to Kansas State, back you know, back when Bob Huggins coached Kansas State before he came to WVU. Mike McGurl, still there. This game is not a gimme. We don't know who's going to be available. We don't even know if this game will be played. So, happy new year. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms, or just pick one. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcast gas box speaking of spotify if you're listening on spotify look for the stars and and hit the star button and hit five stars that helps this podcast i think until next time i'm josh with this has been unreasonable down wvu for the 2021 2022 season they're 11 and 2 save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app